We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to D.C. It is time for Burgundy Gold today, the Hump Day edition. Scott Jackson here with you solo today. My friend Doc Walker will join me tomorrow. Got a lot to get to. Certainly a few things said at the NFL owners' meetings yesterday that might be uh, worth your attention. Uh, we will get to the Packers, believe it or not. There is a football game, yeah, on Sunday at FedEx Field. The struggling Green Bay Packers taking on the streaking commanders who have won one in a row uh, with that 12-7 win a week from uh, Thursday ago and that uh, instant classic on Thursday night. So get to that. Um, yeah, I watched the Packers today, and they're, they've got some issues. They are, as you would call in the business, a beatable team, but I'm sure they're probably looking at the uh, commanders and saying the same thing. So uh, we will deal with all that uh, coming up here as we get on throughout the show. Uh, A.J. Perez from Front Office Sports, who has um, really covered a lot of different aspects of the uh, commander's offseason situation, whether it was stadium um, discussions or house subcommittee discussions, uh, was there yesterday at the owners' meetings, was there uh, front and center yesterday when uh, Jim Mercer made the comments he made about Dan Snyder. We will get to him uh, coming up here at 1230 to discuss that. Um, and, you know, look, I get it, and I've made my, you know, taken my shots at Jim Mercer over the years uh, like anybody else, right? Like, oh, this guy here, you know, taking, you know, pictures of himself in his bath. You know, you know, sitting on the toilet uh, in his private plane. He's done some weird things. You know, look, he was suspended from the league. His skeletons are out of the closet, as they would say, right? He was actually, again, susp- he was actually suspended by the NFL's commissioner. He can do that to owners when he wants to. Did it to Stephen Ross as well uh, this year, uh, which is fascinating to me, right? Like, did it to Stephen Ross just, you know, a few months ago. Did it to Jim Irsay as well years ago. And, uh, you know, put double secret probation terms, it feels like, here on the owner of the commanders who was uh, back in the saddle again, you know, officially, not that he was ever really gone. He didn't have to leave, according to uh, the punishment from last summer. So uh, it, it is kind of fascinating. But, you know, I, my feeling is this, and I've heard a lot of different theories on this, and I've talked to friends in politics who – and I have to talk to friends in politics, by the way, about this often because this is <laughs> as close as it gets – to uh, what goes on in politics. I mean, this really is. I mean, you're talking about billionaires, guys who work with the same type of people. Um, you know, a lot of these things that they do publicly are are certainly measured in some cases and in other cases, uh, you know, are, are sending out messages, uh, message sending, these kind of things that are going on. This is very much a political uh, situation. So I, I do talk to a good friend of mine who is in the business and um, – you know, he's his, his thoughts on it. But my feeling was this. This was not, you know, look, it wasn't John Mara. This wasn't a Bob Kraft. This was not a Jerry Jones coming out and saying, you know, publicly that he thinks there's merit to force out this owner, as Jim Mercer did yesterday. I think Jim Mercer is kind of his own man, uh, maybe a rogue character, if you will. 
But it is does not still take away from the fact that it is the first time, right? We've had this. It's the first time in, in all this mess. And again, just to rewind real quick, because I like to remind people this, because I think it's very important. This is a very important aspect of all this. Last summer, you know, we were past this, whether you liked it or not. Like, the, 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 you know, the light at the end of the tunnel was there for this owner, for Dan Snyder. I mean, it really was. I mean, he was, you know, basically in the clear. You had live football games. You had all this stuff going on, right? You had all these distractions around the league that people have gotten over their anger of the fact they thought maybe he got off too easily if you felt that way, and I think quite a few people did. And then, bam, the John Gruden emails get leaked. And, I mean, dude, this just blew this thing back up. Then you got a House subcommittee thing after that. You know, you've got the complete deterioration of any chance of getting a stadium done even in Prince William County, I mean, all these things just snowballed uh, and kept going over these last several months since then, since that moment where the John Gruden emails came out. And again, I still don't you know, know who to believe or what to believe, but man, if it was somebody, <laughs> if it was somebody within that organization that thought that was a good idea... <laughs> I mean, come on, really? You thought that was really going to be your salvation? Was to dump out the Gruden emails, you know, to make Bruce Allen look bad, like that was going to get you in the clear? I mean, what a horrific miscalculation and stupidity. Seriously. I mean, you know, some other adjectives I could use. But anyway, really stupid. Really stupid. Just, again, for whoever you are, very dumb on your part to do that. So, anyway, here we are at this Owners mean there really not a whole lot was going on. Yeah, talking about protecting quarterbacks. Of course, you're going to protect quarterbacks. You got Jim Irsay coming out, and look, a few months ago, we all hated Jim Irsay in this town, right? Because you know he was saying bad things about the quarterback. We were hoping was going to come here and play well. Well, six games in, Jim Irsay doesn't look quite as crazy, perhaps, as we thought he was uh, with some of the things he was throwing at Carson Wentz's feet. Although his team's not exactly tearing it up. So now, of course, with the Wentz injury, that game goes to the Carson Wentz revenge game to now the Dan Snyder and Jim Irsay game. <laughs> Everybody knows the fans pay to go see the owners anyway, right? Uh, so that's that's great in a few weeks. We're just a few weeks away from that game. Uh, that will certainly be a interesting sidelight to all this mess. But I do think it's important that he said this yesterday – in, in this in this situation because clearly he wasn't afraid to go on the record. He's got nothing to hide. I mean, if there are, in fact, some rogue investigations and owners, which, again, the team is denied, the owner's denied. He put out a letter to the to the folks involved here said he's not doing that. I mean, come on, where'd you come up with such a crazy idea? I mean, he put this out in a statement yesterday. But what, So why did Jim Irsay do this yesterday? So that's what everybody wanted to know after the fact. Like, did Goodell put him up to it? Did Jones put him No. I mean, I just think, again, this is this guy. This is who this guy is. He shoots from the hip. Um, but you know, Albert Breer did a nice job on SI.com trying to kind of circle back with Jim Irsay after the smoke had cleared yesterday some hours later, uh, you know, as to why he said all this stuff. And, you know, he went through some heartfelt stuff about knowing Wellington, Mara, and Dan Rooney, Lamar Hunt, and the other owners through the years. I know what we're about as owners, he said. Even in the last day, I had a chance to talk to former, he's talking about 49ers owner, Eddie DeBartolo Jr. and Commissioner Paul Tagliabue, and was just kind of reminisce about the context of the decades that have passed and things that have happened. All those things give you certain direction and vision. Uh, he went on to say, 
I don't like the fact that sometimes the way owners are viewed, people think we can do whatever we want with all the sorts of issues that are out there. And by the way, there's plenty of evidence to support that, right? Uh, anyway, he went on to say, because it, that's not true, that's what we stand for, that's the sort of thing I mean, it's absolutely not. So the league's very important to me. I've been taught by the founders of the league, like I said, Lamar and Wellington, Dan Rooney, and the others. And what's best for the Colts is what's best for the league, too. So anyway, he went on to say a lot of things about protecting the shield. And then, you know, later on, when Breer got him to the side, he told him just having... Three granddaughters, seven, you know, three daughters and seven granddaughters. I can relate to this sort of thing, talking about the sexual harassment allegations and toxic work environment that, uh, you know, allegedly took place in the past year in Washington, said by obviously former uh, employees. He said that his seven granddaughters, as they venture off and in different forms of the working organizations, I know the culture that we have in Indianapolis, I know the special culture that we have, the family atmosphere we've deployed or developed here, and it's important to me, and I believe it's important to many owners that is in this league, because that's what we're about. So that was kind of where he was coming from, he says. And I know, again, people are going to have their conspiracy theories that this is some bigger, you know, plan, you know, send out the canary and send the canary into the coal mine sort of thing to see how that goes and all this stuff. But look, th- this is a guy that, you know, you're not going to shame him. I mean, <laughs> again, you're not going to shame this guy, uh, you know, you know, Jim Irsay <laughs> at this point. But for him to come out of the record, I thought was interesting. He's the first guy to do it. And he admits, look, they don't have the other votes. And most of these guys are on the wait and see. I mean, a lot of pressure on Mary Jo White, right? If you're if your team, I want them to get this guy out of here. You know, you, you're really hoping there's some teeth to this Mary Jo White thing because it seems like that's what will be the tipping point for a lot of these other owners is they've got to see some real context, maybe some more evidence, I should say, uh, in this thing, not just he said, you know, see she, you know, see she said type of stuff, and you know, why why were these payments made? This kind of stuff. I mean, this has all been covered before. But is there more to it than that? And that's what I th- it sounds like, just reading between the lines, some of these owners are waiting for. And again, you know, there's different interpretations of what Jerry Jones is saying by what he's not saying. And we'll dive into a lot of this stuff with A.J. Perez when he joins us at the bottom of the hour. Roger Goodell spoke yesterday. And look, sometimes his lips move and words come out and you're like, what did he just say? Um, so we'll try to interpret some of that coming up because uh, I think it is worth diving into. But it is – look, the temperature is hotter than it's been for sure for this owner. And, you know, he may still very well come out through this. I, I still think, you know, the betting money, maybe it's even now. I don't know. Maybe it's in his favor still. But I, I would think, you know, in a week that, you know, your head coach put his foot in his mouth a, a week and a half ago about his quarterback – uh, then went, you know, blue on Thursday night uh, with the media about the report that he may not have wanted the quarterback, and then it was the owner's decision. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your quarterback has now since been injured, and you've had a quarterback change. you got all this stuff going on. And this is, again, front and center. And, and it look, it's, it's boring. It, it's wearing me out to talk about it, but I do think there is some significance of what took place yesterday. So, you know, you got a job to do. You suck it up. But that being said, how do you think the other 31 of these these billionaires feel? I mean, you know, they get to show up and they got to deal with this stuff. Probably not good is the answer. You know, probably a little tired and a little worn out of it as well. So, again, now how deep is their appetite for that? And as we all know, this guy would not go away quietly. But at the same time, you know, litigation can be very expensive. It can be very expensive. And there are more of them than there are of him. I mean, their amount of money together, the shield in itself, uh, they got more cash at the end of the day. 
So this is what will be fascinating to see as we move forward here. Uh, if we get to that point, if we get to that, I'm still an if person. I'm not like this is happening, I guess, because I want it to, it will happen. No, I don't know that yet. I'm, I'm still waiting for more actual ho- concrete information. I need more than just a rogue Jim Irsay. But that's a start for me to buy into the fact that they're actually going to make something happen here. And obviously, I think we need to uh, see what the Mary Jo White report has, if it has anything that will, you know, add to any of the pieces here that have not been in place before. And let's not be naive. The bigger issue probably is these guys feel like they're losing money from D.C. Like this, this is not a franchise that's carrying the water like it used to. I mean, certainly not. I mean, yes, Forbes says it's still worth in the top seven or whatever it was last week. But in terms of revenue, it was the bottom third of the league. It was down there with the likes of some very middle-sized to smaller markets which is, you know, is a worry. Look, they'll probably make a lot of money Sunday because I think we'll have a lot of cheeseheads in the crowd. But that's not really the same thing, now is it, moving forward. So we'll get to uh, some of this stuff coming up with uh, A.J. Perez. We'll get to the Raj, what he had to say yesterday, and if it really has any meaning. Because, uh, he look, he's trying to duck bullets here and knives and whatever else is being thrown around uh, between these guys. Doesn't seem like he really wants to completely engage at this point. We'll get to that coming up. Also, we'll let you know what's going on in practice. Looks like there might be some healthy bodies getting back on day one of preparation for the Packers, or day one of open preparation for the Packers, that we can see. We'll get to all that coming up next. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson with you here. Burgundy and gold today. Uh, Commander's practice today. Looking at uh, some of the stuff, it looks like Jahan Dotson is back. Also, uh, still no, still no uh, Logan Thomas with the team working out on the side today as well, among the other ones. And the um, the video of Jahan Dodson running, I don't know. We'll see if he makes it through the week. Obviously, they got to test him that hamstring. Doesn't, not all guys uh, pop back as quickly as others with those kind of injuries. So we'll kind of wait and see on that one. All right, let's get to some of the Roger Goodell yesterday. After you know, clearly. You know, he was trying to get everybody just to kind of keep this stuff in-house. You know, Jim Irsay did Jim Irsay stuff. And as one of my buddies just, just sent me a message, look, doesn't cost Jim Irsay a thing to do this, right? So it's like this will be forgotten in five months, <laughs> you know, if the movement does or doesn't take place. So he didn't really do anything to put himself in harm's way in that regard. So not shocking. All right, so here is a little bit yesterday of Goodell when asked about Jim Irsay saying today, they can, in fact, it's Dan Snyder out because of merit. There were no interim reports. Uh, we have not gotten interim reports. Uh, we did not provide any because we don't have them. Uh, when Mary Jo White is done with her investigation, we will share that with the membership and share it publicly as we committed to before. Uh, and I was very clear with them there's no reason for there to be any speculation. 
but yet there was some speculation. Uh, so that was Roger Goodell on that particular situation. Then uh, he was asked, and you'll hear the question here, why he doesn't like it when, when some of the owners speculate on Dan Snyder's future? Owners, that the investigation hasn't been completed for Dan. Are you surprised? Are you disappointed that Jim Irsay had strong comments about it? No. How do you like that? How do you feel about it? Pardon me? How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? His comments. I just said, and I said it to the membership, speculation without facts is not a very positive thing to do. I think everyone deserves to have facts and to make sure those decisions are made with facts. And the membership will have that opportunity. All right, so that was uh, Roger Goodell on, again, the speculation and the Jim Irsay comments yesterday. Here's a little bit more uh, yesterday because one of the things that um, Jim Irsay had alluded to was the fact that Dan Snyder, he doesn't feel like is good for the league, so somebody asked him, Roger Goodell, that is the commissioner, if he felt that way. In your opinion, do you feel Dan Snyder is good for the league? Well, again, um, from the things that I've heard, um, I want to hold my final um, opinion. You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, you know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner of the Redskins. Um, I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all the evidence and we have to be thorough in going forward. How many people do you think will support how you feel out of all the other owners? I believe they'll support it um, if the report shows and they believe it's the right thing to do. All right, so that was Jim Irsay. I'm sorry, we played the wrong one there. But that's what Jim Irsay had to say. So Roger Goodell was asked about this as well yesterday. Roger Goodell, eight, Michael. Uh, on Do you feel the same way that Jim Irsay does about Daniel Snyder not being good for the league? I feel that everyone deserves the opportunity to make sure that they know the facts. So speculation is not beneficial. I feel that strongly in my heart. Uh, but I also think it's the right thing to do for anybody. Uh, everyone deserves a fair opportunity. Uh, we'll see what the results of the next investigation is, and we'll go from there. All right, so again, he's kind of reiterating what he said before. And then finally, uh, on the confidentiality part, is why he feels that is so important for these investigations, Roger Goodell 9 on yesterday. To get people to participate so we could really understand what the culture and what was going on in the organization during that period of time. People wanted to have assurance of confidentiality. Maybe not all. Some people have gone public, and that's their prerogative. But for those that came forward that asked for that, we are going to stand by that. So there you go, Roger Goodell, yesterday um, on the Dan Snyder situation and the investigation in the Washington football uh, work environment, commanders, Redskins, I mean, you know, all obviously encompassing uh, as to uh, what they are looking into. And again, Mary Jo White, when will, when and if this will get done? I mean, it will get done at some point. It's just a matter of uh, time. But how quickly it gets done still, there's no timetable on there, uh, which is interesting. Um, you know, that is, it feels like they've been at this for a while. But uh, whenever it's done, it is supposed to be an actual written report, unlike the last one. And, and again, I, I'm not sure. I, I know this is louder than it's ever been. And that's fine. And, you know, again, I, just a matter of – can you get 23 other people to vote on record, if it even got to that point? It has to be called for a vote, right, to agree with Jim Irsay. And who knows at this point? But it does definitely feel like there is more of a movement 
than there has been before, more of an appetite, if you will. There before, but again, it's it's maybe not simple. This isn't a situation where Robert Sarver in the NBA is just shamed into just like, all right, fine, just give me my billions. I'm getting the hell out of here. I can't deal with this anymore. Um, not a situation where Donald Sterling had an ex-wife who proved that he was incompetent, uh, and then they took you know the franchise away from him, and then they ended up selling it. It's not – it's completely different. Or in the case of, you know, caught on tape – you know, situation as we had down in Charlotte with an owner that was already ready to get out anyway. I mean, it's just and Jerry Richardson. We just, we just, it completely different when the other party is not going to go ahead and go away quietly. Doesn't mean it can't happen. Doesn't mean it won't. But it does add another layer to this whole thing. So fascinated to see uh, what AJ Perez thinks. He's talked to a lot of these guys on and off the record. And look, there are plenty of them, and by the way, including many who helped this ESPN story that feel this way too. They just don't want to be on the record right now. They want the process to play out and then they'll make their, well, I don't know if they'll make it public or not, but they'll make their opinions be known amongst themselves at that point. And maybe we'll see some real action at at that juncture. Maybe. And there's also some interesting things that Don Van Ott and some of these other guys, Seth Wickersham, have brought up about the possibility of you know him diverting his ownership to you know his children, and whether or not that will settle enough or be satisfactory enough for others if he were to do that. I'm not so sure if you keep in the family, if people are going to just say, oh, "Okay, this is great, you know, good," and whether or not the the other owners would agree to that either. So that's the other thing that has been brought up on a few occasions here recently since this uh, ESPN story that encapsulated, look, a lot of things you'd heard before. Um, I do feel like there was more stuff from inside the league in that report than we've seen other places, which is um, which is different. It makes it a little bit different. But certainly for people in this market who have been following this and living in it in real time for the last several decades, you know, not, none of this stuff is like knock you off your socks, blow you away because you've kind of been following it the whole time. I mean, we do know this much. The franchise has never been at a lower point than it is right now in his ownership. And even, you know, there were some dark years, you know, in between the whole, like, weird moments where they didn't have the, uh, you know, they didn't know where the ownership was going to be. Remember that when it was like the limbo thing? We had the strange period of time after Joe retired and they were horrific with Pettibone. He was out after one year. Nor was here and was spinning his wheels for a long time. I mean, there's some bad years. Let's not fool ourselves. I mean, they weren't they weren't good teams uh, there at those points, but certainly there was never all this other stuff. Like, there was never all this. And, you know, the time in the world was different and those things, but it was never to all this um, stuff that we got going on right now. And even in the early years of, you know, the vanilla ice cream on the desk and all the you know, salacious stories with Vinny and the crew and all the silliness that went on and the hijinks, you know, even then, never allowed to – you know, push this, push the owner out, which we have right now on not just a local level, but obviously on a national level. All right, AJ Perez, front office sports, joins us straight ahead. We'll talk about this with him, what he got out of yesterday's NFL owner meeting up there in New York. Um, we'll also, yes, get into the football later on in the program. My friend Doug Russell is in Milwaukee, covers the Packers. He's actually covering the team today at Lambeau. Get uh, his thoughts on a team that is coming into FedEx Field. You know, they're they're hurting a little bit. They've lost a couple in a row, and a team that does not look like the team that's won 13 games the past two seasons. 
um, each year by any means. So we'll get to all that straight ahead. A.J. Perez joins us next. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here at the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, welcome back. We're going to go today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Joining us right now via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. A.J. Perez joins us for front office sports. Was uh, in attendance yesterday in New York City for the NFL owners meetings where uh, Jim Irsay uh, stole the headlines, making all his comments about he thinks Dan Snyder, Snyder could be removed and with merit at this point. Uh, whether or not that gets to there, we will wait and see. But uh, AJ, thanks for joining us today. Uh, did you did you expect the fireworks that you got yesterday? No, and it was kind of, uh, and it was I was supposed to be talking to a couple other owners after, and then uh, and then they were told not to talk. <laughs> so it was uh, it was it. I mean, Ursa uh, just most of the owners were just walking upstairs and kind of you know, nodded to us and waved at the new ones. Ursa um, stopped and talked for about almost fifteen minutes, um, and. Uh, you know, it started off. You know, it was it started off. It was only five six minutes in when he really got into Snyder, and it was it was eye opening because uh, myself and all the, a lot of other reporters have you know have have spoken uh, anonymously and used that reporting in, in our stories about you know the feeling that you know there's the effort to um, at least uh, you know examine uh, Snyder's future and you know, possibly you know, force a sale or maybe even vote him out if they found 24 votes. It was uh, it was to- something totally different to have you know someone publicly in in you know to tell us that and it was uh, that was it was something that's been long overdue I think for for a lot of people but it was uh, it was pretty shocking still. Is it how significant is it I guess in the big picture or is it still to be determined? Yeah, it's until you know I think that until until we have something you know from a, a written report this time that I know Beth Wilkinson's report wasn't. Wasn't released in written form, and uh, or and uh, or wasn't produced in written form either. Um, you know, I think Mary Jo White, which her I was told a couple weeks ago that her investigation is very close to being completed. I think still think the oversight committee there. I think that report would likely still come first, but this may this. But things can change. Um, the the oversight committee I was told probably be after the midterms at this point. Even reading, we're getting a couple weeks out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, then, then obviously the Washington Post on Monday had a story about the uh, the, the attorney general in D.C., um, which I think is probably going to be more of a civil case since I'm not sure criminally. I'm, that's just by my sources feel it's be more of a civil action than a criminal one. But you know, but but you never know. We're all just kind of waiting for you know one of these reports to drop. Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, people, you know, I think maybe if this were a Bob Kraft or a Wellington Mara, you know, kind of owner or, uh, you know, obviously, you know, John Mara, excuse me, or John Mara coming out and saying these kind of things that they would say, you know what, um, okay, or, or Jerry Jones, 
you know, this must be the feeling of the room. But, you know, this is a guy in Jim Mercy who kind of does his own thing, uh, is, is an interesting follow on social media at times. Do, do you, you know, is, is that is that fair to, to say, you know, maybe he's speaking for himself, or do you think maybe somebody did send him out there? I don't know if he's, yeah, that's kind of hard to say if he was sent out there because of the yeah. reaction afterward may not seem like that. But I think, you know, they, he spoke probably for many owners. I don't know for if it was 24 owners, that's the threshold for removal. I don't know if you could say that, but he spoke to, you know, his, his sentiments were echoed by reporting by myself and others um, that, you know, that's, that there's a feeling that they're, they're just tired. They're just kind of, they're just sure. frustrated, there's a fresh type of frustration. And, you know, Ursa was kind of really kind of honed in on the workplace claims in which we've all been, it's been going on for more than two years now. Um, it started with the Washington Post report in summer of uh, 2020. So there's, so that's, that's basically where you know where this all stands. It's like he was holding. He and then we don't know about the financial what what the financial findings are are, are going to show. Where we don't know. Uh, you know, I reported back in March on the you know the the two books used. You know what that you know that the owners were the owners I talked to were it was we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially maybe a little more than that. That in the big picture that's not a huge thing to them. But you also look at. The attendance, and I and I, I kind of ran down in, in my Sunday story about how far the TV ratings have fallen, how far attendance has fallen, and and, and, and that impacts you know that impacts the other owners. You know, a lot of the, you know this you know especially especially the ticket sales. You know, those are you know those uh, the regular seats are have to a portion of that goes back to the league and is dispersed out amongst the teams, and if, and what also affects the players, how much the players, um, you know, players the the players have to you know share the revenue as well. And that's a smaller piece of the pie for them. So that's – and then you, you uh, toss in how much money that side is going to need for a new stadium and uh, how much, you know, you're going to need without a lot of public – any or, or a little public funding. That's going to be – that's, that's going to have to come out of the, uh, you know, of the uh, fund the NFL has for its uh, uh, stadium construction. Yeah, and you, you mentioned uh, we're, we're here with AJ Perez, uh, front office sports, uh, joining us here on the uh, Team Ninety Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app. Yeah, you mentioned the, the lost revenue, right? And that was one of the things that was brought up in the ESPN article about the stadium. You know, and if they were able to get a new stadium, then a lot of these things could be overlooked and forgiven. And, and I know a lot of a lot of folks that. that don't maybe follow the NFL and follow sports maybe as closely, probably are sickened to hear that. But, you know, they can get past all the other things, the morally objectionable stuff, perhaps criminal stuff, uh, allegedly, uh, that took place. But, man, don't lose this money. I mean, you know, if you, but yeah. if you can recoup that money, you're all right. I mean, that, that is a, a pretty obvious point that, that seems to be also hurting the cause here because, as, as you've written about uh, the stadium situation in Virginia, you know, they didn't even want to vote on it. Yeah, they, and you, and you see how much money the you know the Raiders got the Raiders the Bills and now the yeah. Titans hundreds of millions of dollars of public funding and there's you know there's there's no there's, there's here in Virginia that's the furthest that's gone so far and there's just there's just no appetite for it because you got one a team that hasn't been successful and doesn't show you know they're two and four and they could rebound this this season and you also have this this string of controversies and uh you know they and you know the common denominator as i as i said is it, started the last 23 years you know the names changed a couple times the you know the you know the players change the gms change the team presidents change Snyder's still the only one who's been here all 23 years during you know as as the franchise has continued to slide 
Yeah, no doubt. Um, so you mentioned the Mary Jo White uh, report may be close to uh, coming to an end uh, at some point uh, here soon, and then the House Oversight Committee will probably have to wait at least a few weeks, and obviously the D.C. Attorney General's thing. But what, what's going to carry more weight for the NFL? Is it the Mary Jo White, their own in-house kind of uh, investigation that they're going to care the most about? It all depends. Um, if if the Oversight Committee, you know, I have no indication that this is coming, but one of the things they could do is a criminal referral, Granted, there's no there's no way to speculate on 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 if that's coming and or if or on what allegations in the FBI, the, the Department of Justice wouldn't necessarily have to take up. Uh, you know, there's no mandate for them to have to investigate such. They usually do, but they don't always. Um, but yeah, if the if, but the most if Mary Jo White's report is pretty scathing and if I in fact, you know, it's pretty narrow. You know, so it, we I know this is there. She's in, in investigating the financial side of things, but also the um, the allegation um, of uh, the workplace incident with Snyder. Oh, sorry, workplace. It was a it was a, a work a work event basically uh, that, that I think which happened in, in D.C. several years ago. Um, with that, you know, where Snyder allegedly put a, put his hand on a uh, then employee. Um, you know, that's which he was which uh, Snyder has denied. You know, that's all that Mary Jo White was supposed to be looking into. But I think she was, maybe she she was given a wider berth and i think uh, she's been she's done many of these investigations and uh you know usually it's uh, pretty favorable for the league in in years past so now what that i don't think it's her she's she'll be necessarily be influenced by what ursay said or how the owners feel but you know there's there's always you know when it's when it's when she does the investigation she we know her track record with bounty gate and such you know there's uh you know there's reason for Snyder to be concerned all right, so you know the uh, the other thing, you know, obviously the team put out a statement yesterday uh, about the ESPN story, you know, saying that they did not hire any anybody to go look into dig up dirt on you know on, on other owners. Don Van Natta has done a interview today, I guess it was, uh, with the station in Dallas, saying that wasn't even in the story. <laughs> that, that, so they're they're actually rebuking something that wasn't even brought up in in the reporting, uh, which is kind of interesting. But look, as you would expect, they're they're pretty aggressive in their denials here. Uh, but but what I th- kind of find fascinating is you know a lot of times when these things happen, you'll you'll see them say we're gonna you know we're gonna go after the publication, right? Like we're gonna sue the publication yeah. for 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 what they're saying here for libel. But we we haven't heard that yet from the team. I mean, I didn't know the last time the Snyder sued a media outlet, it was pretty, when that was the city paper, I think uh, that yeah. didn't turn out very well. But uh, it, it's, you know, that's, you know, they, there's, because, you know, these, these reporters are, you know, those three reporters are very well respected. ESPN is not going to run something that's, that, that they're not sure about. Um, and uh, definitely there's, you know, they, they, you know, and if it was coming from other owners, how are you going to dispute that? And those are that's what they were told, and that's what the owners believe, and that's that's what Dan's fighting against right now. Uh, is that is that he's you know he's he's become you know he, all these things have just kind of snowballed, and you know there's very little equity has left with them. Yeah, I guess. My, my what I wonder here is we're talking to AJ Perez, front office sports, with us here on the uh, Team Ninety streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Joining us at BetQL guest hotline is. Is could in the end, you know, and I think we've discussed this scenario before. This just, you know, them deciding that you know he's going to have to take a, a real step away this time, like an actual suspension. Could that yeah. be also on on the table here potentially 
Uh, as well, I've heard also these theories about him being able to, you know, to sell the team to his kids or give it to his wife yes. and then give the kids all these other things to kind of step away. But that he, you know, just to remove himself from this. But is he really removing himself if it's still in the family? I, I don't know. I mean, what, what I mean, your sense of that is? We didn't find out until last week where, there, where, you know, I was told and other reporters were told, and Jerry Jones even told me in March that there was never any restrictions on Dan Snyder. Right. In the, in, in the response to ESPN's, ESPN article, you know, the, the team said, or the law firm on behalf of the team, said, put, a, put, put, a, put a statement out saying that, you know, that the league and, and Snyder mutually agreed in July, you know, 2001 when the $10 million fines to the team and the other guidelines were laid out by Beth Wilkinson that, you know, that, 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 that he agreed to step aside. We were told he was going to be focusing on on the on, on the new stadium. That's why he did it. And that you know that was that they got you know that was basically they were basically lying to us during that during during that time. And, and it took that ESPN story to lay that out because it was like you know it, you know there there was so much incident to that. And uh, and you know it, it and then his and then Brownlee I think uh, you know said just a few days ago that he's allowed to attend the meetings. And why wasn't he there? If Tanya Snyder can make it past us. And we don't see her at all yesterday. But I didn't see her all in West Palm Beach during the during during the spring one either. If she can successfully avoid all of us in the media, um, you know, who are gathered downstairs, you know, Snyder could have could have uh, shown up and talked. Unless there's something reason why he can't. You know, there's you know he sent that letter to the to the team. I think everybody's tired, including the owners, are tired of statements, tired of tired of uh, you know rebuttals and um, and all these uh, press releases and letters. They want to hear from Snyder. I think the fans do. I think the owners do. Uh, I'm sure he's taught, and I know he's he does visit a lot of them. He did visit Jerry Jones a few weeks ago. But I think I think you know his you know his he to get out in front of this. And I think he, he he has to be a little more you know, a, a little more um, available to 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 everyone. Yeah, but I mean, this has been the pattern for you know. I, I think it was the real exactly. sports interview back in the early two thousands. He felt he was misrepresented and burned, and really has not done a sit down interview nope. of any sort. So I want to say since CSN with Chick Hernandez it was the last one. I yeah, it's remember. been it's been a long time, yep. and I know a lot of owners don't like doing media. Mm-hmm. We don't hear from a lot of owners. You know, we don't. We not not every yep. owner is going to be an Ursay or a Jones, but right. you know when you when your franchise is been accused of things and you're fighting against it and you, you and you don't get out in the front and then you would instead hire investigators and lawyers to you it's, uh, that's going against you know that's it's uh, makes it hard for them. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, again, you know, Ted Leonsis, you know, he's he's not had the most perfect of records as an owner uh, with the Wizards or the Caps, but yet he's always been you know transparent, Ted, if you will. And you know it's got it's built him a lot of equity in the in the community, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. And you're not always going to be right, and you're not always going to be loved and whatever as an owner. I mean, it's just part of the game. But yeah, to to basically be Howard Hughes uh, is also not serving you very well. And uh, certainly when the chips are down, you know it's hard for people to defend you know a person they see as voiceless. <laughs> you know, quite frankly, I mean they never you know they don't even remember what you sound like anymore. Uh, or you yeah, know what, what, yeah. what you're about. I mean, it's for a guy who cut his teeth in the in the PR world and the media. It just it seems like a, a huge gaff uh, for decades now. But you know, there's no probably turning that one back at this point. But uh, AJ, great, great uh, having you on, man. Appreciate uh, your insights, and uh, we'll we'll be looking for the next story whenever it comes out. Uh, maybe one of these uh, investigations will give us some more information on where this thing's headed. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, by AJ Perez on Twitter. You can uh, reach him there on uh, Twitter. Follow him on Front Office Sports as well. Good stuff uh, from yesterday. But, yeah, I mean, look, this is – I've been screaming about this for feels like decades. I mean, yeah, I mean, do an interview. You know, get your side of it out there. This this should have been years ago. I mean, it's probably too late now because you're in the middle of investigation, so it's going to look terrible if you do it, no matter what's said. But yeah, you should have been more of a more of um, you know an active participant in this whole thing, as opposed to lawyers and releases and letters. You know, being sent out, it just doesn't it doesn't look genuine. And you know, there's a guy who wrote a story today about Ron Rivera's likability. This kid in his media column. And he talked about how being likable slash re- relatable would get you a long way. And his actual point was, as bad as Ron has been as a head coach record-wise, and I've been saying this too for months for people, I was like, look, he's beloved in the national media. He's got a lot of you know a lot of fanboys, fan gals in the national media as well. And you know they're going to write a lot of this stuff off as just oh he just got sucked into Washington and it's not his fault. Um, you know, and some of that's true, I suppose, but. Also, he's had complete control. I mean, he's had the run of the roost here when the owner's been, you know, in exile essentially uh, for the last year plus. You know, although he's back now. So, anyway, but there's truth to that. There is truth to a lot of those things. And yeah, I mean, Jerry, you you can find him sleazy. He's got a lot of interesting things being talked about him right now. But th- again, being available, Bob Kraft, same deal. Being available, being out front in their communities. Now, yes, those guys have hoisted Lombardi trophies, which has helped. In the case of Kraft, many, many, many of. Them. I mean, it's been. I don't even know if Jones is strong enough to pick one up anymore. I mean, it's been that long since he last had one, but still, he's had them. You know, you can call them Jimmy's or not, that he was still the owner for those three Super Bowls. And they probably should have had 10 if him and Jimmy could have just got over it, but or if he could have got over Jimmy, better yet. All right, so, but yes, th- no question. You know, th- and again, I don't think you can change that this late because it'll look really disingenuous right now to do it that way. But, yeah, it's something that should have been handled a long time ago. Should have been more of a public... You know, try to work with the public. You know, try to be be available, be accountable, which is has been a huge problem because there's still not that going on. There's just a lot of denials and denials, denials, and everybody's wrong. Everybody's got it out for me. A woe is me stuff, and you know that's that's a symptomatic thing that goes on. And he's not the only one over there that's playing that card. All right, coming up, uh, there's another interesting thing from the owners. Man, I didn't get to get with AJ, but. Um, Jerry Jones still does not like Roger Goodell. We'll talk about that next, and we'll get to the Commander's practice report at the top of the hour here as well. It is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, back with you on Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you. Uh, Doc will be with us tomorrow, the Thursday edition. Um, three. We're going to get to uh, – I was saying the 3 o'clock hour. Hello. Uh, in the 2 o'clock hour – It'll be 2 o'clock hour. We're off at the air at 3. Hoffman shows on at 3. 2 o'clock hour, uh, Doug Russell, sports director for 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, is going to join us. Talk about the Packers issues. they got some right now. Uh, certainly not as bad as this group does, but they've still got some issues. I mean, they still have Aaron Rodgers. You can't feel too bad for them. But they're 3-3. Three and three. They've lost a couple games in a row. They're, um, they're at some low moments right now. Uh, in Green Bay after losing the Jets 27-10 at Lambeau this past weekend. Well, I rewatched it this morning. The Jets' defensive line just kicked their ass. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yesterday, speaking of ass kickings, at the NFL owners' meetings, um, 
We discussed earlier with A.J. Perez, obviously, all the commander's discussion, but there was also a discussion yesterday opened, and it was voted 31-1 to on Tuesday to permit the Compensation Committee to open negotiations a new contract with Commissioner Roger Goodell. But not before two of the league's most powerful owners, Jerry Jones of the Cowboys and Bob Kraft of the Patriots, engaged in a heated exchange, according to league and ownership sources, according to this ESPN report. The sources claim that Kraft joined the overwhelming majority in strong support for the measure, with Jones, the lone dissenter in the owners-only session, eventually telling Kraft, don't F with me. (laughs) I would pay money to see that. Kraft replied, excuse me, and Jones said, don't mess with me. He then cleaned it up. The measure then passed, sources said. NFL and a Cowboys spokesman declined to comment. Patriots spokesman didn't immediately provide comment either. Not the first time Jones has been outspokenly opposed to Goodell. And sources say issues remain the same, the structure of Goodell's compensation. In 2017, Goodell signed a five-year contract that was different from previous ones. Jones led the charge that uh, restructured Goodell's deal from mostly salary to mostly bonuses on performance. Several committees composed of owners determine whether Goodell has met targets and goals. But Jones... Apparently, he's concerned that the triggers for Goodell's proposed bonus pool money in a new contract will be too vague and not connected to strict financial goals with metrics without a rigorous view, sources said. Um, somebody went on to say, quote, he believes in corporate and good governance and wants accountability on financial goals tied to Rogers' bonuses. Talking about Jerry Jones' thinking. He's sensitive to awarding a big bonus to Roger before he performs and earns it. Source also added that in the past, Jones has thought – Goodell's financial targets were too vague. The sources deny Jones' outburst was connected to any lingering animosity between Kraft and Jones. Uh, the 31-to-1 vote signals that most donors want Goodell, who's been on the job since 2006. Anyway, um, interestingly enough, uh, it was a few years back that uh, there was the report that you know Dan Snyder was along with, you know, along with Jerry Jones, reportedly, that was unhappy with Goodell and mostly uh, back over uh, the national anthem controversies when all this stuff was out. And they were looking to be tough with him. Apparently the commanders voted along the lines of giving him that raise. Well, with their situation, not shocking. (laughs) Right? Don't need any more enemies at this point if this is all the way it's playing out. So anyhow, imagine though this. I'll say this. So, you know, Jerry Jones wants basically a performance-based contract for, for Roger Goodell. I mean, imagine if the Cowboys fans, you know, like if he didn't get all the money from the Cowboys fans that are coming to a stadium unless his team actually won something. I mean, his, he probably wouldn't be as rich as he is right now. I mean, that is fascinating. He's like, you know, show me results. Oh, really? <laughs> You're going to say that, Jerry? You, you want to see the results? Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, hey, look, I'm I'm here to tell you. I mean, I don't, you know, look, you can call Roger, get all the names you want. I mean, he's made serious amounts of cash. I mean, they're saying like he's worth $200 million as a commissioner. I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, and the league prints money. And you just keep signing more of these streaming deals. Hey, we're going to let Amazon do whatever they want. Here, Amazon, here's some more money. You know, give us some more money. You can do this, you can do that. I mean, you know, some of these revenue things that are coming in, I mean, it's not hard. You already have the games. They need to put somewhere. I mean, you know, the idea, I mean, they've kind of, you know, they've, they've gone to this aggressive international theory thing, and that's great, and all this other stuff. But I just, you know, 
you know, I'm not saying it would be an easy job, but it's almost like you just got to be out there and be the guy to take all the crap. And that's what Roger Goodell's the best at. I mean, that's that's what he does the best. All right, coming up, uh, the commanders on the field this week actually have what could be perceived as a winnable game. We'll talk about the Packers' problems and uh, we'll also get to some phone calls uh, as well in the next hour at 301 uh, Plus, we'll uh, get a closer look at Green Bay when Doug Russell joins us from uh, Lambeau at uh, Packers practice today in the 2 o'clock hour here on Burgundy Gold Today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.